What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got? All right, man. I'm super excited because LA Live is about to get live again. (laughs) Staples Center is finally allowing fans back in the stands this Thursday against the Boston Celtics. But there's a lot of uh, regulations that are coming with that. So one of the biggest things for me as a woman is the no bags. You know, Dodger Stadium allowed clear bags. Staples Center is saying no to the bags. And uh, that kind of led me to believe like, yo, where is my uh, tampon going? Where's my hey tampon now. going? You know, oh, I mean, um, like, let's okay. just... Okay, products. Hello. Uh, well, right I mean, there. Yeah. Know, right there. That's where Not I'm going. No, no, you're right. It is Not a thing. Not my lip gloss. Right. It is my a tampons. thing. Well, the it lip gloss no, fits in it, the it, little it, pockets. It's it, cool. It, it is. Okay, so... Basically, that particular rule says this, according to Staples Center, bags and purses of any size are not permitted, including backpacks, clutches, totes, clear bags, and camera bags. Only bring necessary items that fit in your pocket. Wallets without chain straps are allowed. <laughs> All right, so, so dudes put, so can put bring in your their wallet. wallet. Mm-hmm. No, put it in your wallet. Oh, okay. No. It just makes you have the chain strap with it. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't work that way. You know, clearly, not a condom. Clearly, they didn't run it up, you know. <laughs> And you shouldn't put that in your pocket either because the body heat can wear it mm-hmm, out. I know. Okay. Um, the knows. thing is, is that this clear, they didn't run this up a chain that had enough women involved in the decision yes. making. Yes. Though I do understand the rationale. You want to create less gathering of people and they have to check bags when you walk in through the door, which has a, a, a potential to, of bottlenecking. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to be, you know, safe and responsible, which I get. But clearly, they didn't run this up the chain that had enough women to, to bring up that particular point because they seem to be very accommodating for the men. <laughs> but this is an essential element of not just women, but, you know, what if you wanted to show up with your baby and you have to bring diapers? And that goes for men and women. Right. You know, or formula or anything like that. So, you know, hopefully they can workshop it now that this is being point out, pointed out. And maybe they'll have a different line that if you want to bring a bag, there's a separate line. I know they have that at SC. Um, they have that in a lot of places, actually, that if you don't have a bag, you can just kind of walk in. But if you have one, you may have to do a different process. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is just a female issue, though. I got to say, I carry I just said it of... wasn't a female issue, yeah. Mark. You just yeah, say... no, I'm, t- I'm just telling Laura. Laura, it's, I, I got to... <laughs> I got to say, I carry a lot of stuff in my pockets. And so then, because I don't want to have all this stuff in my pockets, because then mm-hmm. I come walking at you, and I've got these two giant bulky like pockets. So then I want to put all my stuff in my jacket pocket. That's why I'm always wearing a jacket. Like, dude, it's 100 degrees outside. I know, but I need my jacket because all my stuff's in both my pockets. So I understand, though, that if I'm the Lakers, I, it, we're just getting started. We have a limited number of people who can come in. We probably have a limited number of people who are working in the arena I just would prefer everybody to understand, like, we're going through some crazy times. At least they're letting a couple thousand people in. It's a prelude to more. We'll be inconvenienced for a few more weeks. And um, I don't know. I'll figure out what to do with my tampon. So I, I, I don't I, – there's this dude uh, who I, – I was just looking at, like, the mentions during this, which, you know, are pretty hilarious in one way, shape, or form. Um, and this one person uh, who goes by – Go Goblin Parties, at Goblin Parties. says, catch me moseying into Staples Center in this outfit. And it's basically a, a shoe. Remember the old kangaroos? You know what I'm saying? Like oh, the, yeah. the, They had little pockets in them. Yeah, yeah. And then he's also got like those like hunting pants, you know, that have like 17,000 pockets <laughs> oh, yeah. in them. And uh, and like the, the, 
the the shirt, the hunting shirt that also has several different pockets in it. So like, yeah, I mean that that's kind of one way to get around it. But people are not happy uh, about this, not by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and yeah, it is it is certainly very difficult. Um, for oh my god, I feel like uh, Big Brother is like listening in, or maybe they are because I just got a text from someone in the NBA, <laughs> like literally just now, like from the league office. I'm like, Say oh, what? Uh, Say what? What they no, it just says, "Am I good for Saturday?" I'm like, "You're good." Oh, yeah, uh, well, it's because, but maybe they are listening because we're talking about this Staples Center thing. Um, so anyway, here are just some of the things. Actually, you know what? Let's let what you need to know go away, so we can just do this real quick. Uh, but that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good time. So that has clearly been a point of contention. Um, the ladies, for all reasons, uh, as we've illustrated, have some issues with that. Um, here are just some of the things. If you are one of the 2,000-plus people that are going to be able to go to Staples Center beginning tomorrow, it says here all, all tickets will have to be done electronically through your mobile device. Um, and there are three entrances, which are Georgia Street and Chick Hearn Court, the Xbox Plaza, and Figueroa Street and 12th Street, okay? Um, everyone over the age of two has to wear a face mask um, that covers your nose and mouth at all times. Gators, bandanas, and covering with exhalation vents are prohibited. So if you're wearing one of those N95s that, pe- that people use like during fires, can't use that, okay? The Gators are basically those, those turtleneck-looking things, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The ones you can't use up. that. And can't use bandanas, which I've seen people use tons of those things. So we're trying to help people out to let them know ahead of time. Um, And then, you know, the other stuff is just fairly obvious. It's going to be cash-free when you're there. So uh, basically, you will have the ability to use a QR code, either from your seat or a designated location for uh, a concession stand. And they will text you your order when it's ready. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that, and people are complaining about that. Like, don't, wouldn't that be e- e- an easier solution, LZ? I just want to know, is the street taco girl going to be out there or not? Outside? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. I don't mm-hmm. care about the bags and, you know, everything else that's going on. But do they have the street taco girl out there? Is, that anywhere, is that anywhere in the release? I don't, it's not in the release. <laughs> Laura, do we know if anything uh, – now, do we know if street vendors are back? Because there was talk about – No, there was a very specific one. Yeah. There's a very specific street taco yeah. girl. We her got a thing going on. Oh. She knows how I like my tacos. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why doesn't everybody just chill, though, for, like, a couple of games? You know, like, like the, the, the arena hasn't been open, and the Lakers haven't played in it in over a year. So if you're lucky enough to be one of the people who has a ticket and can go in, especially to these first few games, and then by the time we get to May 12th, the date that everybody would like to be there where they'll actually unveil the championship, why doesn't everybody just chill out a little bit and just say, look, it's a new world we're living in. When you go to Dodger Stadium now, it's a slightly different experience. When you go to Petco Park, it's the same problem. I mean, you gotta you got a QR code, and then you got to go and pick up your stuff, and there's no lines. Like, this is the way it's going to be as we're getting back into the reopening as things are different. Why doesn't everybody just show? Why has everybody got to fetch all the time? Well, listen, man. That's just how we are. Yeah, and social media on top <laughs> and of that. So, and social media on top of but really that's yeah. just how we are. That's why way back in the day, the phrase, if it bleeds, it leads, exists. We like tragedy. We like griping. We like, you know, being angry at stuff. <laughs> you know, it's a good pastime for people. Some people hate watch things. Like, that's an element of, 
you know, our society and or just humanity, period, because the Brits are even worse, if you ask me, in terms of that. <laughs> and you've been there plenty. So and you I've know. been there plenty. Oh, yeah. man. You, nothing like a good, upset, you know, British comedian who can complain about everything. Everything. Uh, but I, I get what you're saying, Cap. Um, it, look, we're, we've been dealing with a pandemic. You're finally getting the ability to actually go in the arena and get games. Most of the people, though, I would say that are complaining about this stuff on social media aren't people, A, that even live here, number one, uh, at least from what I've read, right? Because I've gone through some of these people's bios just to see. Do you even <laughs> Jesus, George. In, no, because people complain to people? Scott's point. I kind of had that same reaction. Like, what the bleep, man? Like, why are you guys complaining? Like, we... We didn't have anybody in the damn stands, you know? And I'm looking, and there's a lot of Texas and a lot of Florida and a lot of these places that aren't even here, right? Um, and, and it's just like, what are you complaining about? This isn't you. It doesn't affect you. Oh, like, just, I know you what know. they're complaining because they're in Texas and they're in Florida and they're not in right. L.A. There right. we go. Right, right. So I, I, I'm with Scott a little bit. I don't think the people here, though. I think people here will, are super stoked. Uh, if anyone is getting to go to those games, going to be super excited just to be in that building. And I think the players will love it too. I think the biggest thing is is that people just like to complain about stuff on social media. And that we, we'll have compliance tomorrow, that people will figure it out. Whatever it is they need to do to make it work for themselves, they will. Because to both your points, a year ago we had nothing. And I don't believe walking into a building without a bag infringes upon your freedoms right. <laughs> as an American. And if it does, please tweet at me and explain how not carrying a bag violates your constitutional rights. All I know is this, man. I got it. Ladies, you carry a lot of stuff in your purses, your wallets, your lip gloss, your tampons, and whatever else it is that you got in your bags, you carry a lot of stuff. Uh, we guys, we generally just put stuff in pockets. But I don't know about you guys. I can't sit on a wallet in my back pocket. It's big. It's bulky. And frankly, and what well, it hurts your back? Yeah, it's that's how you hurt your ass, back, right? It hurts it's your back. Literally, it hurts your back. So now yeah. I try and take a smaller wallet and I tuck it in my front pocket. But it's still mm -hmm. big and it's bulky. So maybe I want to carry something. Now I don't have one of those like bags. Dude, you just need two waist. cards. What do you? What do you? What do you get in your wallet when you go to the game? You're so right, LZ. You're you just so need right. ID and hold a on, credit card. Are you one of those dudes that puts like a ton of stuff in your, even in your small wallet? Oh, it's horrible. My girlfriend tells me all the time, why do you even carry a card? Use your phone. She buzzes her phone everywhere and pays for everything with her right, phone. Right, she does I'm, the Apple right. Pay with a setup of a card or whatever. I'm still right. carrying a wallet with every debit card, credit card, driver's license, oh, health no. insurance, auto insurance, Costco card. You name it, I got Costco it in my wallet. <laughs> I know, like an idiot. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like an uncomfortable, bulky pocket. You have a moron. Costco card at the Staples Center? In my wallet, LZ, just in, in case, case LeBron need. needs like a case of like Doritos or something uh, at the I end was, of the hey, game. Hey, listen, hey, 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 we almost had a toilet paper so shortage, if you recall, right. okay? You I never do. know when I you need recall. that Costco. On the way home from the game, maybe I'll stop and get 12 rolls of toilet paper. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, listen, I did that. For, I gave that up years ago, okay? I had one of those bulky wallets where you would put it in your back pocket. And then I realized I talked to somebody who's a, uh, a chiropractor friend of mine. And he's like, I'm like, man, my back is killing me. He's like, he said, he asked me, he's like, yo, do you have like a big wallet in the back of your, you know, pants or whatever? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, dude, that's what's killing your back. Your back, you're, 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 you're sitting like all contorted, like constantly right. in your car, you know, or when you're, or if you're sitting, you know, in an office or whatever, he's like, 
Go get yourself one of those small little wallets that, that just holds a couple credit cards, maybe a little bit of cash and a slit, and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And then I started consolidating. I think you need to consolidate. I think I got to try and get my wallet down to like my driver's license, my credit card, and that's all and that's I it. need. That's it. You don't think I need my Costco card on no. me at all times? No. You could put it no. in your car. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to carry all. I've been carrying a money clip probably for 20 some years now, almost 30 years. In fact, I'm carrying the same money clip for like the last at least 20 years. This is the money clip I bought 20 years ago. It's all leather. I still have it. It's a little worn. I will admit that. But this is all I need. And you know what? You know what really sucks? When guys like me who carry everything in their lives in their one little wallet and on rare occasions, and I mean it's rare, but it does happen. When you lose it, it is a freaking nightmare to deal with everything you had in your wallet. So, guys, today I want to say thank you. You have already helped me. I am committed now to not only getting ripped, okay, which I'm going to do for the summer. I'm telling you, LZ, when you say, where's the pull-up bar, I'm going to say, it's too late, man. Let's it's go too find late. it. Let's it's go the find middle the pull-up bar. I know. It's the middle of April. You, I know, but I'm going to crash hard. <laughs> no, body doesn't work that way. Not without some assistance. Lean and rip, dude. So I'm looking for a pull-up bar with you, LZ. I'm looking to do some pull-ups, okay? George, can you do any pull-ups? Uh, I did one actually the other day. Did you we say I did a, one? He did yeah, say the other day. I, I did one because yeah. we were at a park and my six-year-old said to me, Daddy, what is that? And I said, it's a pull-up bar. And Aww. she's like, she didn't know. So I went up there and I just did one pull-up. Now, I did the one pull-up correctly and I'm like, that's all she needs to see because I don't know how many more of these I can do and I don't want to embarrass myself <laughs> in front of a six-year-old child. And half of it was already absorbed by your jump up? Perhaps, okay. perhaps, all right. perhaps. That's all right. That's okay. Um, and then I put her up, and I, you know, I held her by her waist and let her do one, and then, uh, then we moved on to the right. whatever kitty things. Credit card doing. and driver's license. I'm committed. That's, that's all, all you I'm need. Carrying. That's it. Yeah, that's all you need. You don't. You, uh, a, 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 the credit card of your choice, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you even want to go and say a debit card and one credit card, just in case something happens, right? Like sure. Let's say your credit card or your debit card gets hacked for some reason. You at least have a backup card. Yeah, and do what your girlfriend does, which is um, do the Apple Pay thing. You can connect any card to your Apple Pay. I'm going to try and do it. I mean, there's just certain parts of me that are still just a hair old school. I carry a wallet. I hate well, we've it. learned that. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, I have a right. question for you, George, real quick from Blackboard247 online. Yeah. Uh, do people need to be vaccinated to attend? Okay, I will get to that on the other side. Plus, right. Dave Roberts saying the thing about your Dodgers. We'll get to that coming up in three and a half minutes. Are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture wicking, and provides USPF 50 plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, 
Tass Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at TASPerformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCPerformance.com. Task creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. We do have a response from Mike Trudell, LZ, about you loving his gray on the side of his hair Go uh, on. coming out. And uh, Mike Trudell has responded after I texted him, LZ's loving the gray coming out. Uh, we are discussing on the air. He writes, laugh out loud. I'm cool with the gray. Gray's lit. And then tweeted me a, a gif of Richard Gere, I believe, from Pretty Woman coming up this, the escalator in, the, uh, in, in a tuxedo with a rose with his uh, salt and pepper hair. Did you say uh... a gif? Yeah. It's a GIF, a GIF. I don't okay, know. I just wanted to make sure because I want to get it right. I don't know the a proper pronunciation, but I just I say GIF. I don't think anyone ever really does. Yeah. Um, listen, gray, wrinkles, cracking knees, achy back, those are signs that you made it. <laughs> yes. All right? Yeah. And we, miles, we, we scars. Need to, we need to move away from thinking it's something to dread because the opposite of those things is probably death. Right. And I think if given a choice, I'd rather have some gray sideburns than be dead. <laughs> yo, yo, before, since we're talking about people we love around here, can we talk about, about Steve Mason for one second here? Because Scott Kaplan has pointed out something that I have now seen, and you have now texted to the chat here, okay? It's about Steve Mason on his Instagram posted two days ago a picture. It looks like he may be in Mexico somewhere. I don't know. Um, in where? Iztapa. Okay, in Iztapa. Okay. So, he is in, like, some sort of, like, big bathtub that overlooks the ocean in, like, a picture window. Mm -hmm. And he writes, private pool on our private balcony, reading. And it's him reading, and all you see is his back, which is kind of dark, um, with the sun setting uh, beyond him with a, a cap a hat of sorts on. Um, LZ, you are, I believe, the king of Instagram and, like, you know, create being creative with your social media. Like, I love the stuff you've done. Like, I remember when you did um, the video we did about the Lakers. Like, you did it with the Christmas tree. You had Isaiah, you know, uh, you know partake in it. Like, it, it was a production. Now, you are seeing this picture that we have of Steve Mason. I am. Like, how do you feel about this ensemble that we have here in this photograph? And I, I think, Greg, you are management, so I will, you will be the okay to this. If he posted this on his public Instagram, are we? am I okay sending this to Janice? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. I think it's, it's a great it's shot. Instagram. Yeah. I think it's a great shot. Okay. I don't believe he's actually reading, though. <laughs> well just, look just did it for the for the shot here because you know? when you and I, i've tried to be that dude too like i'm going to go read while i'm lounging in the pool you just get your pages wet and it's an irritant so you stop doing it so i'm looking at this pool and he's either really really into setting the scene of him being serene and mm -hmm. you know or it's just a prop and I'm leaning towards prop. Yep, I like where you're going. I'm I leaning do. towards prop. Yep, because when it's you so, hashtag it, vacation and hashtag heaven, that kind of tells you that this is all just one big choreographed No, 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 no. This is where you know it's choreographed. Reading is its own sentence. <laughs> just the word reading, period. Just the word reading, period. 
So he wants you to know he's a reader. Didn't need to write it because we can clearly see the material in his hand, but he's emphasizing the reading part, which makes me think it's just a prop and he's not really reading at all. Yeah. And then the whole first sentence, private pool on our private balcony, period, reading period. And then hashtag vacation and hashtag heaven. Mace, what's up, man? He's vacation. I got it. But it's a nice shot. It's yeah. just staged. But then again, most of Instagram is staged, so he fits right in. I know. He's an influencer. He is an influencer. He's an Instagram model now, all of a sudden. So I have sent this to Janice, and I will let her do what she needs to do. <laughs> Janice, okay. you do whatever it is you need to do, girlfriend. You do it. Yeah. I will let her within do reason. What, Within what, reason. Within reason, Janice. Yes. Within reason. Yes. Correct. So, so there you go. So I, I, have, uh, I have sent that along. I, I, hopefully we will have that for the audience so people can see uh, and comment on themselves. Now, LZ, you asked me a question. Mm -hmm. uh, someone tweeted and asked, how do you get into the building at Staples Center? Okay. Uh, do you need a vaccination? Well, here is the uh, health requirements. A health verification is required for all ticketed guests. Guests are required to present a photo ID and either proof of full vaccination two weeks since your final dose, so complete inocula inoculation, mm -hmm. or a negative COVID-19 test within 72 hours of the event date. That seems huh. reasonable. But, but wait a second. What if I got the first part of my vaccination, but I haven't gotten the second part? Now I got to go and I got to get, by the way, here's me. LZ Kvetching now. Okay, here's me. Now, you, you just told people right? not to right. do this. Right. Everybody stop complaining. Enjoy the fact that you're getting to go. But wait a second. Now I got to complain. So I got my first vaccination shot, but I still have to show up with a negative test. Half yes. of the. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I do. So why shouldn't you? I got to so, work the game. You're not I, listen, how, how about this? How about this? And, and I had zero problem with this. When there was nobody in the arena other than the essential people. Everyone had to have a negative COVID test to get in there. And they just bring it along, like on a piece of paper or on their phone? You have or? to have some proof of it, yeah. Well, at the company, they would send us, um, the reporters, they would send us an at-home kit that we would overnight to a, uh, a lab and get the results there. Now, um, you know, so you could have within that 72-hour window that they require. But now, but nowadays, you can go anywhere and get a COVID test. Like, you just go to your doctor. You can go to, like, there's a million places to get a COVID test now. And they're all covered by insurance if you have insurance. Yeah, I guess if you want to go to the game, let's face it. If you want to go to the game, you need to either be fully vaccinated, have a negative test, don't have a purse, figure out what to do with your tampons, stop complaining, and get into the game and enjoy yourself. How about that? Yeah. Kind of encapsulates it, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that's, that's the deal. Um, all right, we didn't get to the Dodgers thing. We're going to do that in the next segment. Uh, I promise that. Uh, Dave Roberts said the thing. That thing. And Clayton Kershaw on Jimmy Kimmel. Really fun stuff. We'll get to that in four minutes. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedano LZ and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. Uh-oh, uh Janice has done her work. She tweeted out out of the ESPN LA... Uh 
ESPN Los Angeles Twitter account. Vacation day, 364 out of 365. Crying emoji and a picture of Mace. Uh, such a shame, too, because you know what's going to happen. He's going to wind up getting this tweet, and it's just going to spoil whatever you know leftover relaxation he might still be having. Like, those guys are such jerks. Why'd they do that? Oh, well. But it's just fun. It is. That's all. It's just fun. There is that. Um, so, anyway, real quick, um, wanted to make sure that we uh, – you know, now that I think about it, um, we had talked about Aaron Donald's situation in Pittsburgh. And for those that don't know what the hell is going on with Aaron Donald, he, he, you know, he's from Pittsburgh. He got in some sort of altercation in Pittsburgh. And apparently he was at a club, allegedly according to the dude whose eye was swollen shut. He got punched in the face. And um, he said he only brushed up against Aaron. He bumped into Aaron at some sort of nightclub or, or whatever. And that Aaron opened up a can of whoop-ass. That according to his lawyer. Now, LZ and I, we find that a little skeptical. Cap, we never got your thoughts. Plus, you lived in Pittsburgh. So we wanted to get your kind of thoughts on, is Pittsburgh night scene like that turned up? That something like that could happen? Because I feel like Aaron Donald is way too smart for something like that. Yeah, so first of all, yeah, I got a little 412 in my DNA. Um, lived in Pittsburgh for a bunch of years. But um, Pittsburgh is one of those towns like where people think, oh, it's just, you know, Pittsburgh, the steel mill. It's not like that anymore. City's gone through a whole transition. And uh, and yeah, there is a really, really active late night nightlife that ends at two. And then everybody goes looking for a, an after hours. Play. I mean, it's just kind of like that. And, and people okay. let me tell you something. People in Pittsburgh, they drink heavily. They like to get themselves into fights. And for some reason, there's always that guy in a bar who finds somebody who's somebody and goes, you know what, I think I could take a little piece of that guy. Aaron Donald, I'm looking at him. What is he, 5'11"? All right, so what is he, like 275, 280? He's like the best defensive player in the NFL, but come on, he's not that big. I'll kick his ass. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you got a black eye. You're walking around like Mike Tyson going, look at me, man. Look at my eye. Look at me. And, And now you're suing Aaron Donald. Look. He got these Hulu commercials where he's wearing that tennis gear. He is a model kind of citizen and, and pro. LZ, you said earlier you can't think of any time where he's kind of snapped. There was that one game. You guys remember first game in San Francisco 2016 where he got ejected because he tried to rip somebody's helmet off their head? It's the only time I can ever remember him doing something that was unprofessional by NFL standards. And so um, – I find this all very hard to believe, but he's a rich, famous guy in a small town. Guy wants to wants to uh, you know get involved. Next thing you know, he's all punched out and beat up. But I don't yeah. even believe and, that I mean, he's Donald a target. I, he's but a target because but, of that. But he, yes. he doesn't travel solo, by the way. So I even find it hard to believe that he would have been the one that would have popped the dude. So, well, we'll I'm see glad what the Rams are are being responsible. That the NFL is being responsible. They're doing their due diligence. They're looking into it. You know, we're all, you know, making assumptions and jokes. One, about Aaron Donald's, in, you know, innocence. Two, about the whether or not the person was an inebriated or not. But I, I will just simply say that um, if you really were drinking something that led you to believe that you can beat up Aaron Donald, you should probably <laughs> never consume that ever again. In fact, it should be banned. The FDA should just ban it because clearly it causes you to make really dumbass decisions. Right, right. But, you know, like there's always some idiot somewhere that looks at Aaron Donald and goes, that guy? Really? He's the best interior defensive player. Oh, there's in the definitely NFL? those dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's definitely, definitely those dudes. Because he, he don't have that Indomitian Sioux body. 
you know, he just he just uses his speed, his smarts, his hands, etc., to to you know, and, and use his leverage. And now we're getting very football-y. But like when you look at him in person, you're like, wow, like that guy with that body plays that position that well. So there's always some moron somewhere that might look to say, okay, all right, I'd like to have a little piece of that. And then you got an eye that looks like th- like this guy's eye looks. What's his name? Da Vincent Riggis or something like that. I don't know. Mm. Da Vincent. Yeah, the- I've been and George. I know you've you cover boxing too, but I I've been in environments, you know, particularly surprise surprise in Vegas, where you can hear guys after the undercard talk about who they could beat up. <laughs> in, oh yeah, in the crowd, and you just want to be like, going, you really don't understand this sport, do you?" <laughs> right. <laughs> you, yeah. You're sitting here and you're looking. And you're trying to size someone up because you don't understand the skill set that it takes to do what a boxer does. Oh, yeah. Like, let me tell you something. To your point, LZ, like, I have friends who are big dudes, right? And they see, like, Chocolatito, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, that Mm -hmm. guy weighs, like, 120 pounds. I'll whoop his ass. And I'll be like, bro, you have no idea how that guy will go, pop, 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 and you're done. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in three shots, you are on the floor on your ass. Yeah. Like right. you look at a guy like Conor McGregor in real life, or you look at a guy like Canelo Alvarez in real life, and sometimes you look at those guys and you're like, you know, I'm bigger, I weigh a lot more. No. You know, no. maybe no. if I no. just lay on top of him with no. my crap belly. I, not Canelo. You know? Have you have you been have you met Canelo? I have, yeah, yeah. He, he's jacked. Oh yeah, if, dude. If, I mean, he's, if you're looking at Canelo yeah, and you think like of that, he's like like 150 short, or whatever you know? when he's yeah when he's yeah, yeah but when, he's, when he's, he's in the ring or whatever 141 you know he's in that range so like you know you don't think of 140 pounds as like someone who is big you know and strong but you absolutely if you know how to fight <laughs> you are a weapon yeah yeah, yeah and you're willing to throw immediately like while chumps like me are sitting there going. Well, I'm not going to throw a punch at this guy, and gosh, I hope he doesn't hit me. And then, boom, yeah. boom, boom, and he's yeah. like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Oh, but, now what do I do? I, I'm thinking he's. I'm thinking way smaller. He's like 160 something pounds, almost. Yeah, he's, he's almost like yeah. he's almost 170, I think. But at I, this point, I, and I he's, think, he's 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 jacked. But I think the one thing about Aaron Donald is this: look, this guy's been a superstar in his hometown where he went to college. Okay, he he has played now for the Rams in Los Angeles long enough to understand that everybody's looking at a guy like him. He understands where he is in the pecking order of the NFL and, and why he gets national TV commercials, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he, by the way, has his own uh, you know, organization where he's very charitable and philanthropic, blah, blah, blah. The point is he's a good guy, right? right? To think that somebody just sort of accidentally bumped into him and he decided to whoop their ass like that, I find that very hard to believe. But again, easy target. Like, yo, he got a lot of money. I'll take the black eye. And uh, and pay me, and yeah. Um, yeah, try and make them look bad. You know, this place yeah. doesn't seem like it has a uh, has a website for some reason. This the boom, place boom, where room? it went down. Yeah, the boom boom room. Yeah. Oh, I'm, but come I'm, on, man! You know every city's got a boom boom room. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what's up in this boom boom room. Like I'm trying to paint. Well, I know what happened in that boom boom room. Aaron Donald allegedly went boom boom. Yeah. But I'm but I'm trying. I guess what I'm trying to figure out. Is what's the male to female ratio? Because in the boom, boom usually, room? because yeah. usually in these scenarios, there's alcohol involved and there's women involved. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious if it was a situation where it's like the Hunger Games and there was like one woman for every five guys, right? <laughs> and and if that also was part of you know what transpired that night. 
I don't know, but I can tell you guys this, that when I looked at this gentleman's eye, um, DeVincent Spriggs is his name. When I looked at his eye, I went, oh, man, that hurts really, really, really bad because it's right. completely shut and it's all black and blue and his face is all swollen. And according to the reports, it wasn't just his eye got beat up. He got a concussion and they said a broken arm. So I don't know what that's all about. Did Aaron Donald decide to wrestle him to the ground and rip his arm off too? I doubt that as well. So but there's also this. We don't know it's true. Right, I don't believe it. Right, we don't know. We don't know any of it is true. We don't know if Aaron Donald actually hit this dude. Just because he had a lawsuit doesn't mean that it's true. It's real. I don't think for one second, LZ, let me tell you something. Aaron Donald's not by himself, and if somebody decides they want to come mess with Aaron Donald, he got an entire group of dudes around him to go boom, boom. It's not going to be him who's going to be throwing punches. I don't believe. When's the last time you guys were in a fight? Like in a real fight? Man, like college. How about you, LZ? Uh, well, I ask you, Cap. I know, I know, but I feel like your answer might be better than mine. Well, then I'll give it to you on the other side because we got to wrap. All right, let's oh. do that. Let's get it on the other side. Um, all right, also, we didn't get to the Dodgers. Dave Roberts said the thing, and dare I say, we may do this thing to the Dodgers that we did to the Lakers that people are going to be really mad about. No, no, no. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We'll do that on the other side. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. All right, so I've promised this a million times over, so I'm just going to do it right now because we can just (laughs) move on. Um, Before we get to LZ, because LZ, there was a question tossed to you. And you were going to answer in just a moment about the Aaron Donald situation. So uh, hold on to that for a second. But real quick, Laura, um, Clayton Kershaw was a guest on Jimmy Kimmel, okay? And Jimmy uh, brought up the Astros and their recent uh, run that we discussed last week here in Southern California playing the Angels. And here's what Jimmy said on ABC TV to Clayton. Oh, we don't have that. Okay. We do have Dave Roberts uh, talking about this particular team and kind of saying some stuff that I'm glad Dave has the confidence to say this because he's right. Let me hear what Dave said. On paper, I think we're the best team, and and that's why you got to go play the games, and our guys understand that. Um, On the pitching side, the position player side, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of depth, and, uh, yeah, we're going to enjoy this one. We played a good, clean baseball game, and we'll be ready to go tomorrow. The best team on paper. Um, I, that's the first time he's ever said something like that, LZ. And we've been covering him, for, him here for a long time. Scott, you've known him for a number of years, going way back to his days with the Padres. Uh, you and him are friends, too. Like, he doesn't normally say that kind of stuff. But I like this new Dave Roberts. It's just like, I got a championship now. I'm going to be, you know, I'm already real, but I'm going to be extra real now. Yeah, listen, championships do a lot to people. When you get to that mountaintop that you've been trying to get to, especially when people have been trying to tell you that you'll never get there on your way up there, 
once you get up there and you really look at the view, then you look down and you look back. Right. You look at all the people that told you you never get up there. You won't make it to the top. You're too dumb. You're too stupid. You don't know how to manage. Blah, 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 blah. And all those people are down there and they had to shut the hell up because Dave Roberts made it to the mountaintop. And now that he's up there, guess what, George and Scott? He's planning on building a house. <laughs> he said, I'm going to stay here. And now I'm going to talk that talk, homie. I'm going to walk that walk, homie. I'm going to let you know how confident I am because now that I made it here and I understand what it takes to get here, watch me stay here. And let me talk about LeBron did it. Jordan did it. Ali did it before he did it. That, to me, is a sign of championship medal. When you're not afraid to put that bullseye on your front, not your back, on your front, because you want to see him coming. Yeah, I think that Dave Roberts is speaking with more confidence now because it's not what we may be able to do. It's what we've already done, so people already know about it. And now it's there's no shame in saying on paper we're the best team. By the way, got the best record. And um, when you look this past week, because now everybody's got this um, power rankings, Major League Baseball's power rankings have the Dodgers number one. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by that. I think what's really interesting is that uh, Dave is getting contributions from guys that most people probably weren't thinking about in spring training. So when Mookie is out. Uh, or when Bellinger is out, but a guy like Zach McKinstry comes in and has a huge game, um, you're getting contributions from other places. So I think that Dave is feeling real good about himself. And by the way, in terms of being fearless now because he's already got this championship, just remember, there's a guy who in L.A. had his house vandalized by fans or supposed fans when he didn't get the job done. So now that the job is done, it's time to pile on. And he's feeling real good about where he is. And I think he should be talking confidently. Yeah, look, when you've been there and you've done that and you've scratched and clawed and now you – and look, he's not lying. They have the best team on paper. Now we don't play games on paper, right? Because they'd been the best team on paper before and did win. Um, so that's just the randomness of baseball. But – I love this confidence. I love this swagger because to me, the managers in that sport that have swagger are generally the ones um, that have the most confidence from their players, right? Look at, you know, don't go that far, right? Go down, you know, to Orange County. Now, granted, he has a very limited history with this Angels team, but Joe Madden, whether it was with the Tampa Rays, right? The Tampa Bay Rays or with the mm -hmm. Chicago Cubs, He's got swagger to him, right? Like, there's no doubting about that. And he's backed that up. He got to a World Series with Tampa Bay Rays and Andrew Friedman, right, on a shoestring payroll, and then won one with the Cubs. And he's got the Angels now in his second season off to a really good start, despite the fact that everyone's out here saying that their pitching isn't all that good. Their pitching has been better than expected, and we know that they can hit. So I just feel like when you've got that person in there with that kind of confidence and that kind of swagger, I do feel like that translates over to the clubhouse, LZ. It, it does. Or, or, or the clubhouse is transferred over to Dave. Maybe he's seen the guys walk differently, behave differently, approach the plate differently, approach the game differently. 
and maybe he's feeding off of that as well. You know, just think about the, the Lakers and some of the things that we can recall being said, you know, on the record, you know, a year ago before the world shut down, you know, like in February and where we are now. You know, when you've accomplished something so difficult as a championship, one of the things you've earned besides a fancy spinning ring and a banner is the ability to talk smack. Mm-hmm. And this squad has earned it because I still believe the bubble championship is the most difficult championship of any championship in the NBA because of the circumstances that required that was required for them to even just play one game, let alone multiple series, all the months away from your routine and your family. I mean, we already know this whole thing. So I think this is the toughest championship. So if you feel like LeBron does and like I do, and I'm sure a lot of people, that this was the hardest championship and you won it, then boom. And if you're the Dodgers and you found a way to dodge, you know, pun intended. Very good. Well done. Thank you. If you found a way to dodge all the hiccups that could have occurred in a 60-game window and then still get to the championship and then be able to win the championship with everything that you had to do in terms of the protocols and the shortened season. And in baseball, basketball shortened season may seem sweet, but in baseball that could be deadly to a team because of all the hiccups that could happen in baseball. And they made it through all of that. And they, and they won the championship. They've earned this right. Dave has earned this right to be able to talk smack until someone smacks them off this mountaintop. And I'll tell you this, and I keep trying to explain it to my Padres fans out there, that, like, dude, you can't keep making an argument that the Padres pitching staff is better than the Dodgers. You can't keep making the argument that the top guys on the Padres are better than the guys on the Dodgers, and I keep explaining to them for this reason. Because the Dodger guys have already done it. If you are the Padres or if you are the Mets or if you are name your team and you knock them off, then, then you do all the talking. But until that time, you can't really talk, whereas Dave can. And the best part is he now is doing that talking. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for him. Yeah, for sure. No question about it. Um, all right. Coming up next, um, did KCP put a damper on Stormwatch? From LeBron and Anthony Davis. We'll get to that coming up. 